Hello there. B Grape signing in for another installment of Heard It on the Grapevine. Shout out to all my Northern Hemisphere cousins who have been fermenting away in those old oak barrels. I bet you are close to finishing up by now and ready for a tasting. Let us hope those spring months you spent looking after yourselves are going to pay off. I will be keeping an ear on the whisperings of my wine-drinking connoisseurs for the latest, so do not think that distance will keep you away from my tenacious critique. Sir, another year has ended, and while for us down here in the south, where the water in the bathroom swirls the opposite way, and the stars look different up in the black unknown, I would like to welcome you all and remind you that beneath the skin we all taste the same. It has been a crazy year, and I do want to impress upon you all the importance of keeping true to our great morals. Do not succumb to the arrogant behaviours that humanity has reached in order to impress itself upon the world. I mean, really, have you seen how these creatures go about their days, constantly taking from others to appease their ego, orchestrating societies to the tune of their selfish ideals, and complicating the simple nature of things to appear as if they have bettered something that was fine in the first place? I hear now they even want to claim the wheel as their own invention. <laughs> Take a look, Mr. Human. Grapes, we are naturally round, have always and will always be. It's our birthright. While you think you can simply claim nature as your own design by slapping a label on it is ludicrous, as if by wave of your hand all of this has come into existence like magic. I think not, and I have news for you. Your hands aren't that perfect. Dirty and improper things they are, which leads me on to me. A humble ball of perfectly ripened gliss. Oh, a message from our listeners. But, Big Grape, how do you get so perfectly textured that we cannot bear to stop eating you until the vine is left bare? Hmm. Great question, Cheeky Shaza Oatme. Uh, since you ask, I'll let you in on my little secret. The sun? I just love it. Most of you other grapes don't share my passion for becoming super extra ripe, but I don't care. The real business end of the deal is in the ripening that really does it for me. I spent most of my early life hanging around on a vine, hiding under enormous leaves, much like a green pea, just expecting that one day things would change, but they didn't. So just like a pea, I stayed the same boring old green. Mm, I love the sun now, the open skies, the richness of the soil and the bees. Let us not forget these wonderful creatures that help pollinate my dazzling, tiny, sweet-smelling flower. Watching their wings humming as they hover all around in the bright glow of the sun remind me how lucky I am. These wondrous and stimulating experiences have brought me from a little green bead on my father's branch to this ruby orb. It is what makes me the tastiest grape in the land. Oh, another message from one of our listeners. But be grape. Some of my friends treat me like they are better than me, are they? Hmm, I'm glad you brought that up, Ripon, at the fruit out. Hanging around other grapes that pretend that it's about skin texture and softness are all missing a few seeds. I find it disrespectful to the grape fraternity that they should even be allowed to comment on such important matters. If any of you up there on the higher vines are listening, I would be wary. Remember, the higher you hang, the longer you have to fall. We will not let you cheapen our image by using our good name to appease your immoral lusts and fetishes. And do not think I will not name and shame the ones of you who believe you have so made it, just because you are now revered as worthy of fermenting. You Shiraz and Cabernets think your fertilizers don't smell. Well, take a look at the roots you are relying on. 
We are all on the same vine, drinking the same water, tanning and ripening under the same sun, the same sky. Since when did yeast go to a grape's head so much that we now have segregation amongst our own community? To be honest, I think these grapes have surpassed the point of being a little fruity and have entered the realms of delusion, much like our godlike human folk and their so-called magic hands. <clears throat> being a grape is much more than what these wine-drinking humans think. It's about what we think. I mean, snap out of it. We have a voice as well. When was the last time someone asked a grape what was important to them, hey? Anyone feel free to call in and let me know, because I am asking. And even though I am a grape, and you can call my opinion partial, I still feel like I should weigh in. <clears throat> so here it goes. I give you one word. Flavor. There, I said it. Don't be scared. It's not a dirty word. If you have a voice and want it to mean something, say it with pride. Having meaning to your life is not just about your looks, or the way you hang about in the breeze, or how your tannins are distributed. I am all about what is on the inside, and even though I may not aspire to be a current anytime soon, I can see where they are coming from, right? I mean, they overdo it, and the sunscreen option is completely off the table for them, obviously. <clears throat> oh, would you look at the time? The harvest is approaching and I am still hanging here chatting to you, wonderful folk. Let's aim to pick this up on our next little chat, shall we? Remember, if you have any questions for B Grape, like what does the B stand for, or what does it take to become a vintage grape, then send them through to the link below and I will endeavour to answer all of your questions next time. Oh, shout out to all the mothers out there. We wouldn't be the grapes we are without your nurturing and guidance. This is B Grape, signing off. Taste you next time, straight from the vine.